Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of the Litigation Solutions podcast brought to you by Team Legacies. Through this weekly series we endeavor to provide to you with updates on important judgments and orders passed by the Supreme Court and other high courts in the previous week with the support of our in-house contract solutions of Karar and Roznama. Let us now take a look at some of the key updates from the week that has gone by. On 13th February 2022, NCDRC directed the builder to compensate home buyers for delay in refund of refundable maintenance deposit. The order is summarized as follows. The bench at the National Consumer Disputes Redressal Commission has ordered a refund of refundable maintenance along with delay compensation at 6% for the flat owners of Mantri Residency from Builders Agency. Quote, we are aware of the considered view that the complainants are not only entitled for the refund of their refundable deposit amount but also fair and reasonable compensation for the delay in paying back this amount unquote in the instant case the complainants were the owners of the respective residential flats in the project developed by the opposite parties called mantri residency in bangalore On completion of the construction the opposite parties that is Mantri Estate Management Private Limited and others collected a lump sum refundable maintenance deposit at rupees 90 per square feet of super build up area from the flat buyers the complainants averred that the opposite parties have also collected a non refundable deposit worth rupees 0.61 per square feet from each flat owner From time to time with each maintenance agreement starting from 2004 the refundable maintenance deposit was transferred to the agencies of the opposite parties in an addendum in 2016 in the agreement the transfer of this deposit was made from mantri state management private limited to propcare private limited This maintenance contract was for a period of 3 years from 2016 to 2019 with the condition that upon termination of the contract the refundable amount would be refunded to the complainants accordingly the contract was terminated in February 2017 the maintenance agency handed over the facility to mantri residency apartment owners welfare association However, despite several reminders by the complainants, the opposite party failed to refund the amount. The complainants claim that the opposite parties are guilty of restrictive trade policy under section 2, uh, subsection triple N, subsection B of the Consumer Protection Act 1986. The complainants sought a refund of the refundable deposit collected from each flat owner at rupees 90 per square feet along with 12% interest they also pay, prayed for the transfer of maintenance deposit collected from the flat buyers to the association along with 12% interest alternatively finally they sought rupees 10 lakhs from each for mental harassment the opposite party meanwhile averred that the complainants were not consumers within the meaning of the act and cannot be heard under section 12 subsection 1c further they claim that the terms and condition of the allotment were adhered to and accordingly all flat buyers were handed over possession in 2004 
and thus the contract stood concluded between the parties. There was no cause of action on the date of filing the complaint. Further, there were 117 complaints which form only 20.4% of the total of 337 flat owners, whereas as per the anandam agreement, 67% of the owners were to agree to terminate the contract. The opposite parties stated that the complainants, after taking possession of the flats without any preconditions, were not consumers. However, in the written agreement, the opposite parties had admitted that PropCare had agreed to refund the said amount. They also contended that there was no deficiency in service and complainants suffered on the grounds of limitation. The bench observed that as per the last renewal agreement, that is the anandam agreement between PropCare and the complainants, which was valid for three years, it was clearly mentioned that the refundable maintenance deposit will be returned on the expiry or termination of the agreement. In 2017, PropCare handed over the monthly residency assets to the Welfare Association for further maintenance. The opposite parties have admitted that the deposit was lying with them and ought to be returned and hence the same must be complied with. As regards the question of delay compensation, the bench concluded that the complainants were entitled for the refund of their refundable deposit but also a fair and reasonable compensation for delay. Accordingly, refund along with delay compensation at 6% from September 2017 till realization was ordered, any further delay would attract an interest of 9% per annum. Next up, the Supreme Court in an order has provided sumoto limitation extension orders applicable to filing of written statements in commercial suits. The Supreme Court observed that its sumoto limitation extension orders applies in relation to the period prescribed from filing of the written statement in commercial suits. Quote, the period envisaged finally in the order dated 23rd September 2021 is required to be excluded in computing the period of limitation even for filing the written statement and in cases where the delay is otherwise not condonable, unquote. The bench comprising of Justices Dinesh Maheshwari and Vikram Nath said. In this case, the commercial court, that's district level, Nava Raipur Chhattisgarh, declined the prayer of the defendant for granting further time to file its written statement on the ground that in view of proviso to order 8 Rule 1 of the Code of Civil Procedure 1908, as substituted by the Commercial Courts Act 2015. Such a right of the defendant to file the written statement stood forfeited with expiry of 120 days from the service of summons. The suit was instituted on 21st of December 2020. The defendant was served with a summons in all subject suit on 6th January 2021. The defendant appeared before the trial court in response to the said summons on the date fixed, that is, 18 January 2021, but filed an application under Section 10, read with Section 151 of CPC, for stay of the suit proceedings on the ground that the proceedings between the parties were pending before the NCLT, 128th day from the date of the service of summons expired, on 6th May 2021. 
referring to the orders passed by the Supreme Court in So Motor Writ Petition Civil No. 3 of 2020. The appellant defendant contended that while computing the period of limitation prescribed under the general law or under special laws, the period between 15th March 2020 to 14th March 2021 would stand excluded and on 27th April 2021, the suspension of limitation was further extended by the court. Thus, it was contended that counting of limitation by the trial court without taking into consideration the period of lockdown was erroneous. On the other hand, the respondent plaintiff contended that the orders passed in SMWP No. 3 of 2020, the extension of period of limitation commencing from 23rd March 2020 to 2nd October 2021, was for institution of suits or application and even when section 12a of the act was brought within the purview of the extension of limitation period there was no direction that the period to file the written statement before the commercial court would also be extended automatically despite the defendant appearing and participating in the proceedings the court referring to the relevant provisions contained in Order 5 Rule 1, Order 8 Rule 1, Order 8 Rule 10 of CPC regarding time for filing written statement and consequences of default, the court noted. Thrissly put, as per the mandate of the said provisions, a. The defendant is under an obligation to file the written statement of his defence within 30 days of service of summons. If he fails to file the statement within 30 days of the service of summons, he may be allowed to file the written statement on such other day as the court may specify for reasons to be recorded in writing and on payment of such costs as the court may impose. This other day in any case cannot go beyond 120 days from the date of service of summons. On expiry of the 120th day from the date of service of summons, the defendant forfeits the right to file the written statement and no court can make an order to extend such time beyond 120 days from the date of service of summons. The court said that the question therefore is whether the set provisions and principles regarding mandatory timelines are required to be applied irrespective of the operation and effect of other orders issued or passed by the courts under the force of abhorrent, abnormal or extraordinary circumstances. Referring to the orders regarding limitation extension, the bench observed, quote, Having regard to the purpose for which this court had exercised the plenary powers under Article 142 of the Constitution of India and issued necessary orders from time to time in SMWP No. 3 of 2020, we are clearly of the view that the period envisaged finally in order dated 23rd September 2021 is required to be excluded in computing the period of limitation, even for filing the written statement and even in cases where there is a delay otherwise not condonable. It gets preforce reiterated that the orders in SMWP No. 3 2020 were of extraordinary measures in extraordinary circumstances and their operation cannot be curtailed with reference to the ordinary operation of law." Unquote. In other words, the orders passed by the court on 23rd March 2020, 6th May 2020, 10th July 2020, 27th April 2021, 
23rd September 2021 in SMWB number 3 of 2020 leave nothing to doubt that special and extraordinary measures were provided by this court for advancing the cause of justice in the wake of challenges thrown by the pandemic and their applicability cannot be denied in relation to the period prescribed for filing of the written statement it would be unrealistic and illogical to assume that while this court has provided for exclusion of period for institution of suit and therefore a suit otherwise filed beyond limitation if the limitation had expired between 15 march 2020 to 10th october 2021 could be still filed within 90 days from 3rd october 2021 but the period for filing written statement if expired during that period has to operate against the defendant thus the court set aside the orders passed by the trial court and the high court and held that the written statement already prepared and notarized by the defendant appellant deserves to be taken on record This brings us to the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening in with us. If you liked today's episode, please do subscribe and tune in every Tuesday for more such updates. You may also write in to us with your comments and suggestions to the email id karan.s@legacies.in. We hope you have a lovely week ahead.